Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. Has it been that long? Ah. Well, what are you all up to? That's terrifying. Guy Fieri, we'll just call him Guy Fieri. That's his name now. <laughs> the motion passes! Uh, it's awful, and he's dead. Allowing a party. You get what you pay for, and this is a free podcast. <laughs> Happy quarantine, adventurers. We here at IWVT hope you are all successfully staying safe and successfully staving off the cabin fever. In these crazy times, we're all trying to figure out what we can do. Some want to help, but don't know how to best focus their efforts, given that the need to stay socially distant can make it hard to offer real assistance. One of the best things you can do right now is donate, provided you can afford to, to your local food bank. These organizations are really critical right now, given how many people's revenue streams have been cut off by temporary, or in some sad cases permanent, business closures. Help people stay fed by going to feedingamerica.org and finding a food bank local to you. The fight against hunger is even more important in our current situation. Now, let's hit it and crit it. We're out of combat. <laughs> they did. <laughs> wow.
What a way to end it, too. I, I, I unwedge my shield from the deck. <laughs> yep. Uh, so you uh, now you know you've got a couple go of bodies. Put away my fire. We're gonna loot those bodies. Yes, we've got. <laughs> What's on them bodies? The fire sphere goes away. Should we just throw the bodies over the edge? I mean, after we I'm take what's on you them. how to live your life. Well, let's loot the crap out of them first. Oh, yeah, let's yeah, loot. loot. So you uh, go through the pockets. They each have, uh, they're each wearing a uh, set of leather armor. Uh, they each have a couple of daggers. Uh, there's really not much else to speak of. Um, One of them looted Elder Zone's hidden magics and brought it up to the <laughs> Yep, totally. <laughs> no. Nope. Totally. Uh, one of them has, like, nicer underwear than the other ones do, but, like, Ooh. you know. I take it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I would suggest washing them. We show Olash the arm that came off the I ask to cast Prestidigitation. <laughs> I do that. Great. So you cast Prestidigitation <laughs> and you clean those undies. Uh, now they sparkling. <laughs> I thought that was mess, but it looks like that's the pattern. That's an interesting splotch. <laughs> yep. They're gag underwear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got them for Christmas. <laughs> uh, so that's that's really all the bodies have on them to speak of. Okay. And the ship Let's is still rising. Let's fire and throw them overboard. <laughs> Maybe they'll light something on fire in Cultist Town. Cultist Town. Quite Wait, are things on the ship still on fire? Uh, yeah, there's still I... some things on fire. Oh, the bits and bobs. Here. Yeah, I put, I put those out. Yeah, the crates and barrels. Yeah, I can control oh, flames and just barrel. snuff and those. Oh, the sacks! It's the sacks. Our yeah. sacks! <laughs> yep. So, uh, Eowyn rushes over as soon as the battle is done and uses control flame to snuff those Gotta out. Gotta save my sacks. Uh, before too much damage is done. And, uh, yeah, so what do you... You guys are setting the bodies on fire and throwing them over the side? I guess we are. If people are cool with that. Yeah, let's do it. I'm yeah. very cool with it. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Send so, a message. Uh, Olash. I, instead of dousing the flames then, I control them onto the bodies. Sure. Nice. Olash and picks up the bodies the one at a time while Eowyn yeah. controls the flames over onto them. And then she tosses them over the side. And then Yarfik grabs one and Eowyn puts the flames onto that and tosses it over the side. And then lather, rinse, repeat for the third one. And as you look down, you can see that there are already some fires going in the city below. Mm. Um, you that was fast. You can surmise <laughs> that it it may be that the uh, the demon Zizix, who you spoke to uh, in the Demon Spire earlier, oh, that I her about that her progeny are doing what was promised and <laughs> oh, sowing chaos yeah. down below. Nice. Love her. Wow, I truly can't believe with all the crazy stuff that's. For, that's happened already. I forgot one of the craziest things that we did. <laughs> the part where you wrote a contract with a demon? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I did not sign that contract. <laughs> they didn't even tell you about it. Nope. I Probably didn't either, choice. but you know what? Olash approves. Yeah. yeah. Olash is very non-judgmental. She's, you're very chill, and I, I like the chill energy <laughs> that you bring. Uh, as we're as we're rising, I'm mm-hmm. going to take a knee quickly, and um, the I forget the name of the guard captain that was under... Um, Sir Therafid that we knew that had brought back. Kemeth Chesme? Yes, Kemeth Chesme. It's been a while since that joke had been there. Kemeth Chesme! (laughs) (laughs) And I I just say quickly to him. (laughs) Uh, Sir Kemeth, this is Yardvik. We have killed Eldazol. We are coming out in a giant flying ship. Sir Therapin may not have made it. We're coming to him. So you send that sending, uh, and you get no response. 
but the ship continues to rise higher and higher into the air. Uh, you are not harried by any more flying people or flying creatures in general. Um, yeah, they didn't have much of an air force. I probably didn't really think they would need rest. it. How's everybody feel about that? I would love to just take a real long rest. Let, let's get up <laughs> higher and out of the hole. Yeah, you're still underground. Let's get in the air. Um, as you rise even further, you're growing closer to the roof of the cavern, and you can see these, like, just sort of faintly blinking red lights on on the underside of the ceiling. Were we in a soundstage the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the Truman Show. Uh, no, these like faintly blinking red lights. And as you get closer and closer still, you can see each one is attached to this like small, like one foot by one foot box that's inset in the ceiling. And they're at even intervals, almost laid out like a grid. Mm. Um, and that as you get closer to the hole, uh, that, that would lead you up out of it, you can see that there is one of these boxes at like at the, at the corners of the hole. So there's uh, one at each corner, rather. There are four of them. That's how corners work. Um, <laughs> it's a square hole. <laughs> Not always. Yeah. And so it's this like roughly football field-sized hole, and there's one of these boxes at, at each corner. Hey, Rigel, um, any idea what those blinky lights are? Me? Oh, no. I, I wouldn't know. I can get you closer to one. Cassian, send mm. your owl up and see if it some sort of force field. Oh, good call. Okay. Oh, wait, um, I'm still flying, right? You are. I can fly up and check it out. Yeah, go for it. Well, yeah, but if it's a... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did put Anjia's tear down. I gotta love that. You, you, totally, go for it. So, yeah. Okay, maybe I won't. <laughs> no, you're no, big, no, you're big talking to the demon thing. Come on. I didn't if it, think of it until it was too late. I'm too I, used to thinking of Lindsay as a friend. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I love that you said Lindsay and not Ilda. Lindsay and not Ilda. Yeah. Oh, what if... Come on, Fred. We almost had it. Damn it, Fred. It's obvious tear. It's, it's you put it in the deck. You're not even holding it. So. It's changed me, John. So, uh, are you going to fly off and get on with your bad demon self? Come on. Yeah, okay. okay. So you take off from the ship, and you go and fly over to one of these boxes. Uh, and as you get closer to it, you can see it's this, like, one foot by one foot cube. Uh, it looks like it's made of copper, some at least some metal that, that rough color, with this blinking red crystal on the bottom mm. of it. And then on either side of it are these big glass bulbs. Mm. Uh, one is filled with this greenish liquid, and one is filled with a white liquid. Hmm. Do I know what they are? Uh, you can roll uh, intelligence. Kay. You're not proficient in alchemy, so. No. But is Shyok? Uh, that's no. a 14. I mean, you know they're chemicals. Yeah, okay. Uh, they And you can deduce like the basics of they probably react with each other in some way, but just by, by virtue of the fact that they're kept separated, but you don't know exactly what they do or what they are. All right, well, I'm going to fly back down and describe what I saw. Okay, so you fly back over to the ship. Yes. Land on the deck and tell them what you see. Yeah. Uh, there was like a red crystal and then two bulbs. Uh, one had, what was it, greenish? Mm -hmm. Green and in, white. Greenish stuff inside, and then the other one had white. Anyone know what that is? <laughs> From your description, not really. Did you fly past the level of them or just did you stay below well no i'm not an idiot 
Okay. Well, why <laughs> I didn't say I was going to set off the trap. Whatever it is. Well, we don't even know it's a trap. I'm just curious. Why don't you send your you. owl then and then we'll find out for sure. Oh, they did some... Mm. All right, huddle up, boys. <laughs> there were two that had natural ones. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I'll send one, one of those. A natural one and send them up. <laughs> sure. So you uh, you send uh, the two shitty owls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They've got their bowler hats on backwards. Yeah. Let they this go be in. a lesson. <laughs> can How a bowler hat be, be on backwards? backwards? Isn't it uniform? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> So uh, you, two of the owls go flying over at your command uh, and they fly up to it sort of like hovering in the air and one of them just reaches out and pecks at the box and it doesn't react. There does, It doesn't seem like there's a hair trigger or anything going on on it. Um, it's just a metal metal box. You can't see what's going on inside of it. Oh, the, I tell it to put a talon past the level of it. Like up into the hole. Uh, sure. So, uh, one of the owls, uh, like, flip, flies upside down. I don't know. Can owls do that? Uh, sure, this one can. <laughs> yep, they can um, they're magic owls. Yeah, so, uh, reaches up with one of its talons, and it freely passes into the hole, no problem. Full body up into the hole and then back. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. Keep John the player testing. probably knows what this is. I don't know if Yarvik would have an idea. Flies up, uh, through the hole without any issue. Then does like a sort of a parabolic curve and flies back down without any issue. Goes up, goes down, goes up, goes down. Okay, that's enough. Up, down, <laughs> up, down, up, down, up, down. But we get it. You did great. This is why the owl got a natural one. Yeah. So eager to please. <laughs> Should I have sent a smart one? <laughs> I think we're okay to go through the hole. Uh, if anything, these probably might be what they used to blow the hole in the roof in the first place. Oh, then why would they still be unmixed? Do you think they're, do you think they're going to blow a bigger hole to let like a bunch of people out? So these things are all over the cavern ceiling. They're not just around the hole. Oh. This is a I grid see. that covers the entire ceiling of the Which cavern. That's why I think they might be trying to bring Candleloth back up from the bottom. Oh man. I wonder if we could like collapse the roof onto the There might be a way. Hey, um Do we want to kill Rigel. all the innocent people down there with them? Rigel, just um as one sort of student of Fine plans to another. Um, would you be able to tell me a little bit about this excellent plan that you said um, the other fellow had? Uh, certainly. He had plans to set the entire continent at war with itself and cleanse it all with fire so that only those left would be strong enough to live on. Did he say anything about uh, what his plan of attack was? You know, where his armies were going to march to next and all that? Did he go into any details or anything? Oh, yes. Well, there's a map in the captain's quarters. Oh, well, Duh. that's good. Uh, I'm just going to pop in the pop in the captain's quarters. Yeah, why don't I go we in the captain's quarters. Take a good look around the ship. I'll go too. Idle champions of the Forgotten Realms code time. Here we go. T E E L R U R U G A S P. That code again is Teal Ruru Gasp, and it's good until March 24th. Remaining socially distant doesn't mean you can't still get a sweet gold chest. Now, back to the show. Should we get out of the hole? Maybe. Well, I, I'm just wondering if there might be a clue in the captain's quarters as to what this thing is. Is anyone pursuing us, Sam? You are not being pursued at this point. I think we got it like a minute. 
Let's just look at the papers. I'm I'm gonna keep watching Hilldove. And I'm not going to be subtle about it. Yeah, you do that. We go downstairs and there's another demon trapped in a cylinder. (laughs) (laughs) While while I'm gone, I tell the owls to fly, you know, below the ship and to attack anybody that tries to approach. Okay, sure. So the owls all regroup underneath the ship to run interference with anything that may be coming by. Uh, Ildov, are you going to stay sort of on the deck of the ship with Yarfik? Or rather, stay on the deck of the ship and Yarfik is going to stay there with you? Yeah, I suppose. Okay. You don't have to. Well, you're going to follow me, right? You're flying, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that only lasts for 10 minutes. So. Yeah, I, I'm i probably going to touch uh, the ship now. Cool. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Ildov remains on the deck with Yarfik giving her the stink eye the whole time. Uh, <laughs> Eowyn and Cassian are going to go inside to the captain's quarters. Olash, what are you doing? I think I'm going to stay with uh, Yarfik and uh, Ill Dog or Ill Dog, Shy Dog, Shy Dog, Dog Dog. It's too much going on with that name. <laughs> Regardless, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay because I'm I'm a little worried Yarfik is gonna start a fight again. Okay. Uh, so the three of you stay up top while the other two go inside uh inside the captain's quarters it's uh, relatively spartan you know there's like a a nice-ish looking bed uh a a chest of drawers uh and there's a table with a map on it uh, and it's a map of uthkor you recognize the entirety of the continent uh but there are four very clearly marked red x's on the map uh, and they are on the cities of Mindspring, which is where the headquarters of the ORE is located on the uh, eastern side of the continent. I on, knew that. On Boar. Oh, the ORE, sorry. On Boar, which is the uh, home of the dwarves to the north. Yep. On uh, Sprocket, which is the the gnomish capital, uh, which is in the southern part of the continent. And on Torun, which is the city of the uh, of uh, dragon folk, uh, which is sort of on the southwestern side near the ocean. Ah, well, that was where he was planning to attack then. I want to check the chest of drawers for traps and uh, then open it if there aren't any. Sure. Roll investigation. Do I get any bonus with from the thieves uh, for the gloves to checking for traps? The dicks, the thieving gloves. Uh, I don't think so. Let me see if I have that thing handy. I might have the thing. Uh, no, it's just sleight of hand checks and dexterity checks to pick locks. Oh, okay. All right. So, okay. So, investigation. You said. Yep. Uh, sixteen. Uh, with a 16, uh, you check it. There do not seem to be any traps. Okay, I'll open it. You open it, uh, and as you look through it, uh, it's clothing. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> um, are there any drawers in the desk that has the map? Any other places, papers, or, or details, or documents? There, There is a drawer. Uh, that drawer just has, like, writing implements. You find the, the red ink that they use to presumably make the X's and some other colors of ink and quills, but... Ooh, I take those. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Okay. Um, Cool. Well, I'm just going to look at Awen and say, uh, Dibs, by the way. On what? uh, On the room, the bed. On sleeping here? Oh, you would. Okay. (laughs) Uh, 
Sure. Well, that's not. I mean, I guess that's fair. <laughs> Everyone else was up the deck on <laughs> on the top deck. I don't really care though. I'm just going to roll an investigation check to see if there's anything else in the room, real quick. Sure. And I'm, oh, that went through the crack of my couch. This is why you roll <laughs> on a phone, people. <laughs> it's not a big service to roll on, Aaron. Hmm. Uh, that was a 16 on the die, so it's uh, going to be above 20 with my perception, whatever. Sam. Investigation. That's what I said. Yeah. Okay. Sounded just like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, so you uh, look around the room, and there really isn't anything else to find. Um, okay, groovy. There, there doesn't look like there was anything hidden here. Uh, you kind of get the idea that like they weren't trying to hide stuff here because they never, in yeah. their wildest dreams, expected yeah. anyone, any of their enemies, would get to this. No one expects the Von Demos Adventuring Syndicate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's. Gra- is is the map lying on the table, or is it like a ta- glued to the table? <laughs> Uh, it's not glued to the table. <laughs> it's, it's what? It's not glued to the table. There's like a dagger stuck in either end of it, but you can easily dislodge those. Okay. Get those daggers. I am almost you done with my dagger mail. Yeah, let's grab the map and I don't know. Well, you don't need to grab it. We can just leave it there. No, seriously. Get those daggers. No, we'll I need to finish my dagger mail. Let's let the group look at it. If we take the daggers out of the map. <laughs> okay, it's just going to curl up on itself. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so that we can pick it up and take it <laughs> So you uh, take the map and uh, purposely leave the daggers there because you know Yarfik won't shut up about them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And you... Uh, No, you know what, Sam? I actually do want to take the daggers. Sure. Because I have this fun animate object spell and I feel like a bunch of daggers would be a great way to make use of Sure. So you take the daggers. um, But you're still not going to tell Yarfik about them because he will not shut up about them. These are for me. Yeah. Um, And you... Walk back out onto the deck. Yeah, so uh, I I look at the group and I say, um, so no clues per se. I mean, there's this map showing where they're planning to attack. No clues about the the thing on the ceiling. Hmm. Rigel, if if I might ask, uh, do you know where you were planning to head first uh, when you were going to head out? Uh, no, I merely go where I'm told. Oh. Hmm. Well, we're appreciating where you're going right now. I don't actually know where I'm going except for up and out. That's helpful all in Do we, Sam, have a sense of how far, like... So, because we came down from Bastifier, right, mm-hmm. into Canelot. Yep. Do we have a sense of, like, where... So, where we are relative to where we came down, does it seem like we're probably still underneath Bastifier or outside of it? You are still underneath Bastifier. Okay. So, we might be running into some hostiles once we once we clear this place. I'm, I say we go out. I, I think... We've done about all we can in this cave. We need yeah, there's to. no. I don't know how else we can prove what if what the th- that the thing's not a trap. Yeah, everybody just like brace yourselves, I guess. Maybe right. a couple people should go below decks just in case. I could maybe cast Lehman's tiny hut around us. Does that prevent damage? Explosion damage. It prevents Going damage. In. It doesn't prevent anyone from seeing you. Yeah. Well, I don't need people not to see me. I just don't need any trap damage to. Well, I don't know. I don't. I personally don't believe that if we go through the hole it's going to do anything to us i believe that this was made okay. for them to open up this uh, okay. the thing over the city and let kenneloth come up okay then okay, let's cool. go below deck all right also by the way i have dibs on the captain's quarters dad crimey <laughs> did you say all right Kramer? i have dibs on no. snuggling with Cassian. <laughs> you know what I, I i think that's a great call <laughs> you seem uh, you seem very warm you seem like you would have a lot of body heat am i wrong 
<laughs> no, uh, no, you're right. The watch runs hot. All right, let's get out of here. Are there any other rooms on the ship? You haven't explored it yet. <clears throat> um, I'm going to poke around a little bit. Okay. So as the ship rises, uh, you all sort of go uh, and find places to hide. Um, and it rises up through the hole. Uh, you hear a couple of like gasps from outside when you think you're about street level or so. Uh, but nobody Nothing happens. Like nobody does anything. No one's throwing rocks or well, what do you do when a on ship, the ship rises from the ground? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you say, "Huh?" and you go about your day. Um, mm-hmm. Is it daylight out now? Well, that's it is weird. not uh, daylight, so to speak. Uh, the sun is setting, so you can just sort of see fires are starting to be set, so that people can see about the city. But since you're all going be- below decks, you're not really seeing much of any of this. Um, Rachel, but- can you? Um- Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead, Cassian. <laughs> Rigel, could you tell us when we're, um, you know, above the level, the level of most of the buildings? Certainly. So you continue to rise and rise and rise, and it doesn't take very long, maybe like 30 seconds or so later, uh, he lets you know uh, we have, have cleared the tallest of the buildings. Great. I'm going back out. Uh, can Me I as well. Do I still have a mm-hmm. cultist robe? Yeah, you all still have your robes, I believe. All right, I'm going to pop one on and go back onto the deck and um, just sort of look around, see what I can see of the city, like get the lay of the land. Okay. So as you look around, you can see the city growing smaller below you uh, by the the light of the setting sun. Uh, You can see smoke rising still from the tempered steel camp off to the north and east. Not much really seems to have changed up here. Uh, the dark cloud of soot still sort of hangs overhead over the city, uh, fed by that large bonfire in the center. Uh, you can see those large siege weapons that you saw being constructed. Many of them are now complete and sort of moved out towards the edges of the city. Uh, otherwise, it's relatively calm. Uh, it certainly doesn't look like word of Elderzone's death has reached this altitude. Okay. Okay. Hey, Rigel, does this ship by any chance have any sort of, oh, I don't know, means by which Elder Zones can project his voice at great distance? Anything like that? Sort Some of command um, tools? Oh, or like letter banners that we can set up and fly a flag behind <laughs> <Semaphore. laughs> Hey, how good are you at semaphore right now? Um, I am not very no, good I at mean, semaphore like at all. I don't have arms. Uh, I, we are not equipped with any uh, flags, uh, nor a megaphone, or any kind of public address system. Dang. How loud not can even I those... make his voice with thaumaturgy? How loud can you make Rigel's voice? No, make uh, Cassian's voice. Pretty loud. I mean, Cassian, I can amplify your voice as if you were the, basically using the voice of God to talk to people. Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to think if we can take advantage of the fact that they probably think that we're Elder Zone right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh. Like maybe get them to do something like put all of their siege weapons in one place and then we smash them something like that make them all punch themselves in the face <gasps> ooh hold on hold no that on. wasn't a good idea you shouldn't be this excited <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> punch face i love Even it better than that if you can believe it okay okay what's the range on this bad boy 120 feet okay um how large of an object would you say that a siege engine is sam uh, uh massive so in the scale in the D scale of like medium large huge what are we talking uh huge i mean possibly bigger than huge honestly they're like 
50 foot tall columns of wood and stone. Okay. Okay. So a huge, it's as huge as 15 by 15 feet. So like the size of a fire giant or a tree ant. We're saying the siege weapons are bigger than that. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're like 40 feet tall. Darn. That was such a cool idea. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, any kind of weapons at all on this, uh, this, this vessel? Uh, you look around, there are cannons. Oh, great. Rigel, how do the cannons work? Uh, you put a cannonball in and light the wick. Okay, so it's not something that you control. That's what I was trying to determine. No, no. Okay. I like this ship. He's sassy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, uh, I'm out of ideas, guys. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at teampumanife.com. If you're looking for things to do while you're in isolation, you could always leave us a nice review. You've certainly got the time, wink, wink. If you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash IWVTCast, or go to dumpstattees.com and buy a sweet t-shirt using the promo code IWPOD. Since we know you have the time, why not spend some of it reading and editing our wiki at iwvt.fandom.com. And, of course, if you have the funds to spare, go to feedingamerica.org and donate to your local food bank to help people get through this difficult period. The Improvised Weapons Metal theme and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. Adam's latest album, Things Fall, is available on Bandcamp and Spotify and will be making its way to the other services soon. You can peruse the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from battlebards.com. To use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for Battlebards Prime, or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. You can find out more about the video game Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms at CodenameEntertainment.com and be on the lookout each week for a code for a free in-game gold chest. Tune in next time as the gang tries to figure out what's next. Where will they go? What will they say? Will Rigel get even sassier? We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production.